This is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We have to go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature. Thoughts and scando-ass women should not be tolerated. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. You're goddamn right. Yeah. 
Jersey Judah, back, Friday edition, we are finally here, another week, I'm back, morning edition, 9.22am, I'm going to remember to upload this shit this time, I promise, alright, cause it's been just a fucking busy, retarded, just unnecessary week, you know what I mean? Working, getting a chance to podcast. Like I said, this shit this week, uh, I've said this in the past couple of episodes, this week has been very unorganized when it comes to podcasting, when it comes to this podcast, all right? But I'm back with another episode of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Short one. But I always start off by saying this is going to be a short episode. It ends up being a fucking hour. So we got a little something, something planned. Um, shout out to Gone With John. Shout out to Taylor the Fiend. Short video from Gone With John. And I think it's something on the lines of when she wants you back or when she comes back. Matter of fact, oh man, I don't want to have to do this, but... <coughs> Damn. <coughs> you guys already know this is a 420 friendly podcast. Smoking on some Heat Seeker, Slurricane, and Animal Face. Those are strands of cannabis. Legal cannabis, I might add. It's funny because I bought, I, I got the 777 deal. So I got seven grams of slurricane, seven grams of heat seeker, seven grams of animal face. <coughs> Jesus. Um, I pretty much have one medicine bottle left, but it's all three just in one medicine bottle. And it smells so good. I have to always bring it up. But I want to look up the, the title from this video by Gone With John, even though I could do so when I'm done recording, but rather do so now. By the way, shout out to Gone With John, representing the MGTOW philosophy, all right? Um, yeah, she wants to come back to you men. She wants to come back to you men. This is from a day ago, less than five minutes. Um, a lot of things that, well, most of the things that this nigga says is facts. I can say that for a fact. So let's get into it. So she wanted to come back, huh? Guys, this is something that happens so frequently. Women will disappear on you and try to come back and say things like, oh, I made a mistake. I was young and stupid, dumb, whatever they want to call it. All of these different things, and many guys will fall for this, but you have to understand the bottom line is there's no coming back from that level of behavior, um, mistrust, um, just every type of, you know, it's unbelievable. And they'll come back and say things, and a lot of men will hear this and be like, oh, you just, okay, well, she loves me and she wants to come, ma'am. 
you can't come back and say, oh, I just destroyed the family. I just destroyed the children. I just destroyed your trust and loyalty and everything you've ever cared about and destroyed your life in the process um, financially, emotionally, physically, because it had a, a toll on your health, believe it or not, men. They will want to come back and they will say all of these things. And this may be a wife. This may be a girlfriend. You shouldn't take either one of them back. If it failed the first time, it's not going to work the second time, whether it was her, her behavior, her indiscretions, whatever it was, it's not worth trying again. And I know, look, if you mission failed, we'll get them next time. Okay, that's what we got to do. Take the loss. Take an L. Rest in peace. Shout out to Patrice O'Neill. Take an L, nigga. Learn to take an L. When she walks out, and I brought this up before, you don't want to be the revolving door. You don't want to be something that she can always come back to when she's in need. You never want to be that guy unless you are getting fucked. If she's still fucking you, you got like a friends with benefits thing going on. I guess that can work. Not really a fan of that. I'm not really a fan of a lot of things people will be very surprised about. I'm not a fan of open relationships on either end of the spectrum. If I'm with a bitch, then I'm with the bitch. If I don't want to be with the bitch, then I will not be with the bitch and I'll be with another bitch. But if you allow women to do this, I've talked about this before, ex-girlfriend rant, which I've done several ex-girlfriend rants. Uh, I'm not proud of it, but I'm also not ashamed of it because I think it's realistic. I think a lot of men go through shit like this especially when you're a person who's on your purpose. You may have not been on your purpose when you were with that woman. Do you ever wondered why? Have you ever wondered why you are not the person you are today back in that relationship? Well, because most of the times you, it required you to be away from that woman to find your purpose in life. Some women can take you off of your purpose. Some women have the ability to manipulate a guy, have the ability to gaslight a guy, and have the ability to come in and out of the man's life. In her choosing, guy doesn't have a say because the guy is too weak-minded. You don't want to be that guy. You guys are regular here on my channel. Put it in the comments down below. You ever have a woman try to come back? You ever take one back and things work out really well later on? Be honest. Never happens. <clears throat> In fact, it's actually been worse. I was dumb enough <clears throat> to take several women back who came back. And not only was it the same shit show, it was the same meaningless arguments, right? Being argumentative. It was, it was all of those things on repeat. Nothing changed. And because looking back, being more introspective, looking back, I'm able to understand that for me, taking the woman back was me validating her bad behaviors. You see what I'm saying? If you forgive a woman for cheating, well, she'll just get smarter at cheating next time. Typically not, right? Guys, be careful out here. If you have a woman that left you, cheated on you, especially, man, if she tries to say some stuff like, well, let's just wipe the slate clean. Coach Greg Adams, shout out to you for this one. 
there's no wiping the slate clean. That means she cheated on you. She did something and you should just forgive her. They're trying to do this right now with the old, um, you know, hypochondriac 19 condition that happened over the last couple of years. They're putting out articles and news media saying, well, let's just, oh, for, uh, let's not worry about that. Let's not concentrate on the fact that it didn't really affect as many people. It wasn't really a big, you know, we, we made a big deal. We broke up families over it. We shamed people publicly. People lost their jobs. People were forced to quit their jobs. People were forced to take medications by law, mandated for their job. And by the way, that sound effect, the silence gun, that is, um, that is from... Well, I've gotten the idea from going with John. You know what I'm saying? Rather than the big gun blast, you know what I'm saying? Rather than the big boys, we use the, you know, silent but deadly. All right? I mean, family businesses for 20 years were shut down. Men and women now. Women were affected by this. Salons, beauty salons, I mean... Uh, clothing shops, all types of people's livelihoods were affected because everyone was so, oh, you got to behave this way. And now they're literally trying to say, let's just forget about it. Eh." This is what women do when they come back after divorcing you, destroying the family, ruining your children's livelihood and childhood, emotional status. A lot of times things that happen after the divorce to the children are quite detrimental to them as a person. It's the truth. And women will come back and say, oh, well, you know, whoopsie daisy. I made a mistake. Let's wipe the slate clean. No, ma'am. We have to hold people accountable, guys. Accountability. Accountability. You have to hold people accountable. You can't just let people come back and reappear and... Oh, my bad. I didn't mean to stab you in the back and twist the knife handle when you weren't looking. Whoopsie. Oh, truth is, I really love you when I was young and dumb. No. We have to hold the people accountable. Men, you have to take a hard line in the stand and not be weak and say, well, I got to have somebody in my life. I got to have a woman to love me. I'm not whole without a woman. (sighs) Look, when her life falls apart, she will come back to you because you are safe. You are security. She didn't like that about you at one point, but now she needs that from you. Don't be stupid, men. Don't be stupid. Somebody put it down in the comments below. Has this happened? Have you had a woman try to come back? Hey, big head. Hey, stranger. How you doing? You get that text two, three months later, two years later. You know, I miss you. I've been thinking. And now, man, keep on thinking. Don't be thinking my direction. Then mm. put it down below. I'd love to hear from you guys. I'm Johnny. We'll see you next time, boys. Yo, what is going on, guys? I hope you are all doing well. All right, so we're about to get into Taylor the Fiend. <clears throat> but I've talked about this before. You never want to be the revolving door to a woman. Especially a woman you've been in a relationship with. Right? You know, a lot of guys within the MGTOW philosophies, they're speaking more on divorces. They're speaking on not getting married, not cohabitating. I agree with all those things. 
I think it's, it's very difficult to explain, see, because I rarely see single guys, meaning guys who've never been married, guys who don't have kids going their own way. I would usually see guys who's been married, had divorces, and now have the experience to spread to others. Shout out to CGA. Shout out to Gone With John. <coughs> Shout out to Hammerhand, the MGTOW Monk. A lot of these guys have a lot of insightful shit to say. Now, I don't get down with piss poor PUAs. I don't get down with prototype PUAs. I don't get down with dating coaches. I don't care about relationship coaches. If it's not Coach Greg Adams, I don't really listen to that many coaches. Coach Red Pill is okay. A lot of his old shit is good. But today he's on some um, fear porn propaganda shit. So we're just going to leave it there. Okay. But everybody has something to offer within the manosphere, within the male talking space. I stand by that. I back up a lot of people that would typically not be backed up by said red pill uh, community or red pill philosophy or whatever the fuck you want to call it. I don't remain in the echo chamber. I like to go here, there, everywhere when it comes to the male space. A lot of insightful things in the MGTOW sector. Um, <clears throat> what people would consider black pill today, which is only considered red pill in the core, it's just them not acknowledging PUAs and being part of uh, the pickup artist dating coach bullshit. And it's really based on self-development or in layman's terms, looks maxing and um, being a better you, right? Self-embetterment, self-empowerment, true self-empowerment. Not going out there like a bitch, having sex, doing all this, doing that, claiming to be uh, sexually liberated because that's all bullshit, all right? Now, let's bring this shit back and let's go over Taylor Dufine. Um, Sure, I'll look up this episode or I'll look up this video as well so I can have the title. So if you guys want to, you can check out the video later on or check out the video before checking out this, whatever the fuck you choose to do. Uh, Taylor Dufine. I believe this is from 14 hours ago. And the video is called Single Women Are Having a Hard Time Finding Men. And guess whose fault it is. All right. That's what the video is called. So without further ado, let's get into it. Yo, what is going on, guys? I hope you are all doing well. So on today's episode, we've got a bit of an interesting one for you here today. Women are able to go out and they are applauded for having their dating standards, okay? Never settle queen. I want a guy who is tall. I want a guy who makes a lot of money. I want a man who is handsome, etc. And women are championed and said, you know what, queen? Don't settle for less than what you deserve. But what happens? 
happens when a man has standards? What happens when a man says, you know what, I'm not interested in dating you for whatever reason he so chooses? Well, then all of a sudden, Houston, we have a problem. So in this first video that I wanted to show you guys, we have a girl here who was scheduled to go on a date with a man and she basically gets blown off and rejected, okay? And rather than take it like a nice human being, she of course makes a TikTok about it, puts in the title that it's quote effing pathetic and puts hashtag men suck. So without further ado, guys, we're going to take a listen to what this woman has to say. And by the way, guys, this is a very viral video with almost 10,000 comments on it. So apparently the ladies are resonating. Let's take a listen. I just got fucking blocked on literally everything because I told a guy that I don't shave. A guy I was supposed to go on a date with in two hours, might I add. And this happened about 30 minutes ago. We had been talking for about a week. Uh, the conversations were great. He was very open-minded. So I thought, um, was very understanding every time I spoke on my feminist values. <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to have to pause it there. What an absolute shock horror, guys. I could not have seen this coming, that a man does not want to date a woman that, number one, doesn't shave, which, look, if she doesn't want to shave, if she wants to be a womanist, that is her prerogative. She is free to do as she sees fit, okay? But men typically are not interested in dating women who, one, don't shave, and two, who are female chauvinists, okay? That is a... What womanism has become in modern day society. So I, for one, am not surprised that the man wasn't interested in dating you. But let's continue. And I didn't think I had to make it that disclaimer to him, but you know, men. Yeah, of course, right? Men. You've got to make the disclaimer because men. Here's the thing. There are certain things that each gender is not typically interested in, okay? If you're a man and you are a loser and you have no friends and you smell bad, women are not typically going to be interested in you. If you are a woman and you don't shave and you post misandry on your TikTok, chances are the guy doesn't want to take you seriously either. And you know what? Each gender is free to have their own standards and to say, you know what? I don't want to deal with this other person. But of course, guys, when it comes to men, we have an issue with men saying no, because men are supposed to be the ones who are not allowed to say no. Let's keep going. So I did. And I was like, hey, I've had bad experiences in the past with guys. So I'm just letting you know, I don't shave any part of my body. And instead of being an adult, and just saying, I have a problem with that or whatever. He then says, I appreciate that. Sorry, you've had like bad experiences in the past. Then blocks me and unmatches me. Tango down. Mission failed, bitch. Mission failed. Okay. Eliminate it. Everything. So if you're in Vancouver and match with a guy named Darian, his first photo is him drinking a Corona. Run. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> I forgot who went over this first, but somebody else went over this. We're just going to listen to it again. Who gives a fuck? Shout out to Taylor DeFiend. But yeah, we're just going to listen to it again. It's worth listening to it. Like, if you're a feminist 
why are you on a dating app and what guy are you looking for as a feminist? This is just a question I want to know. Most women who are feminist are, ironically enough, not feminine whatsoever. They are feminist, of course, but they're not feminine. They have no feminine qualities. They will try to compete with men instead of be compatible to men. Okay. Let's talk about that. She says that he wants him to act like an adult. I mean, he sent you a respectful message and then he removed you. Okay, can you guys imagine the reversal of this situation where if you had, you know, the genders were reversed here, it would be go, you know, all oh, you go queen. Okay, fantastic on you for rejecting him. So what that you blocked him, blah, blah, blah. And I want to highlight this last point that this woman made here. Okay. She says, listen, I've had bad experiences in the past. Now, guys, if Amber Turd has taught us anything, it's that unfortunately, gentlemen, you cannot trust women on their word because you know what? You could be, even if you're a fantastic guy, even if you're a well-meaning man, even if you are Johnny Depp, you can still be accused of things you didn't do. So when women come out here and they say, look, my dating past is terrible. All of the men I've been with are trash. I have a terrible dating history. You, they might be right, okay? They might have done, uh, dated a bunch of a-holes, but guess what? If she's dated 10 a-holes and you're a good guy, guess what? You're probably going to be labeled the next a-hole. You're probably going to be labeled the next narcissist, the next toxic man. So unfortunately, guys, there are a small subset of women who lie about these things and who have made it rough for the rest of women. Because when you sit here... Now, there is an alternative to this. <coughs> if you're the guy... And like, I've always brought this up and I'll continue to bring this up. If you're actually the good guy, right? In which most women do this, especially women who are sexually active, women who are in the hookup culture, right? They're going to put you in the boyfriend category. Like I said, the boyfriend material, you got to wait four or five days to smash. And if you're not smashing, she'll put you in the friend zone. You're not going to get, you may not get the excitement that the previous guy's gotten because you're of you're of in her mind better quality and ironically in her dumbass mind she's gonna make you wait other guys who she wasn't really she didn't feel the quote-unquote connection with but she had attraction for oh she's fucking them niggas right away okay okay she's fucking them niggas right away she's fucking them niggas right away yeah. Hookup culture, all that shit, yeah. Female validation, just one fucking click, one fucking picture away, sure. Landwells getting the attention. Landwells are even getting validation. Landwells are even finding simps. We're in dark, dark times right now. You say, I want men to believe me. I want men to accept my dating history and all of these things. Men will look at this and go, I'm not necessarily willing to risk it, even if you're telling the truth, even if you are being completely honest. Now, guys, let's jump into some of these comments here and see what some of these individuals have to say. So user bunch of digits here says, these comments are so sad. Don't ever change yourself for any man or capitals. Shut up, bitch. See that? Never change yourself for any man. Come as you are. This is how women women look at themselves towards men, right? 
So when they meet a guy, that guy has to care and love her for what she is, not expect her to change, not expect her to be healthy, not expect her to be active, physically active, not sexually active. Right? It's all good. Right? Once once those once femininity gets tested by man, this is where women always fail. This is where women always fail. Because usually it's just three pounds of makeup, fake hair, fake eyelashes, fake nails, fake personality, fake persona. Right. And what like and it's and it's not to be super foul, but once a woman is already out there and she's sexually active, um, hyper-sexually active, I should say. She's out there as community property. She belongs to the streets. None of those women have, none of those women should have the right to find a quote-unquote good guy and make that good guy wait. The good guy should already be able to start picking up on what these women do and how they do it. When you are being asked where we're going by these women realize that she's already been ran through and the guys that ran through her put in no effort. The guys that ran through her did nothing besides had Netflix and chill. No man is worth it. I would encourage these girls. Okay. This is fantastic. If you don't want to change for any man, if you don't want to shave your legs, um, if you don't want to cook or behave in any certain way, I agree with you. Knock yourself out. You do not have to change if you do not want to. But guess what? If you want the man that you truly desire, you are probably going to have to change because he can choose another woman instead. And that's like, imagine guys, right? If I was a dude, and I came out here and I said, women should just accept me as I am. It doesn't matter if I'm broke. It doesn't matter if I'm rude to everybody. It yep. doesn't matter how my attitude is or if yep. I refuse to hit the gym. Yep. None of these things should matter because women should accept me the, the way that I am. And if she truly loves me, you know, she's going to accept that. Guys, let me tell you something. Seems logical, although it's idiotic as fuck. But this is this is women. What he just said is woman. Just like what the woman said, the hood booger bitch said in the um, Darius M video. Shout out to Darius M. <clears throat> you know, you ever wonder why it's it would be idiotic for a broke nigga to expect love, but it's not idiotic for a broke for a broke bitch to. It's idiotic for a broke man, a man who's not making enough money, a man who's not doing this, not doing that, to expect love. But it's almost normal for a broke bitch, a bitch who don't got nothing going for herself to expect a high quality man, a high value man. You would be single for the rest of your life as a man. Okay, unless you are incredibly biologically gifted, okay, you look like Zeus himself, girls aren't going to give you a chance just because you're like, oh, you know, girls should give me a chance simply because I am. No girl. <laughs> a crap about a guy 
who's a loser, who's not attractive, who doesn't put work into himself. So, I mean, you're welcome. To, it's, it's funny how girls think they can afford this philosophy, and maybe they can up until they're 30, but guess what? The, uh, the clock starts ticking, and when they get to 30, 35, these things certainly catch up with them because, you know, a guy might deal with you if you're in your early 20s and you're like, I'm a boss, babe, I'm a queen. Sure, he'll have some fun with you and he'll toss you to the side. But try doing that crap when you're at 35. I mean, good luck finding your ring. Let's keep going. Becky here says, I'm sorry about all of these comments. Clearly, this ended on the wrong side of TikTok. But I'm sorry that happens to you. But I love how... like this thing happened to her and it's so terrible right it's like she's somehow the victim in this situation because the man wasn't interested isn't that interesting right because the man wasn't interested she's somehow a victim and by the way guys the, the, these women are saying you know the comments are so sad i apologize for the comments there really isn't a whole lot of negative comments here you know what has happened it's it's very and it's also interesting to note once again She's a feminist. So what the fuck would she actually want with a man? Like, think, like, really think about that. Women today who, a good portion of women who consider themselves feminist are not feminine women. You, you see what I mean? Like, they're not feminine at all in, in most cases. On a social level, on a professional level. There, there is no, like, there's not a lot of feminine women. We'll use that T word to really piss them off. They're not traditional in terms of femininity. They are hypersexualized. They are promiscuous beings. They are filthy heathens. Okay? And this is just, and, and we don't talk about we don't we only talk about weak minded men, right? We only talk about weak minded men who come up single mother household, not having any male guidance whatsoever, pretty much being surrounded and just being a victim of the matriarchal um, the matriarchal headquarters, which is essentially the black community. <laughs> We won't even, we won't even think twice about bitches. Bitch, all these bitches are out here fucking and sucking everything, moving, trying to get to the bag and shit. They had no fathers. They had no male guidance. Their mothers probably told them that their father wasn't shit. The mother was probably telling her that the father's a fucking deadbeat, this and that, a criminal, all this other shit. But she was the one that fucked around and slept with the motherfucker that, to, to create the child that she's bitching to. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. The comments. And so it looks to me like she actually deleted a lot of these comments. Like this woman here says, these comments are disgusting. Like I'm in shock. The men in these comments. Um, Oh, so there's one comment from a man here that would probably piss women off. Let's read this. I hope women who go through this now realize what guys feel like when you stop responding due to something uh, due to something he said that you don't like. And, of course, it only has one other. 
right here and it says, uh, let's have a look here. It's him again. He says, if women don't owe an explanation for ghosting me, then that goes for men too. I love how the first guy that we see in the comments section makes a valid point here, except for maybe Aaron. You know, mostly we've just got women here saying, oh, rough, you know? Etc. Oh no, we have a, a dude saying poor guy. Okay, so maybe there are some dudes roasting her in the comments. I absolutely love to see it. But guys, let's continue into today's next TikTok, okay? And this one, it ties in perfectly because, again, a lot of these situations, you basically have a fast forward of the same woman. So here we have a woman who's going to describe to us the fact that women are apparently unionizing against dating uh, standards. And what I mean by that is apparently women are collectively raising their standards. They're not having situationships anymore. That is to say undefined uh, bedroom fun relations with random men, apparently according to this woman. Uh, but we're going to take a listen to TikTok's impact on dating culture and see what this woman has to say. And I thought that this tied really nicely uh, in with the previous one. So let's jump in. And again, guys, don't forget to leave your thoughts and your comments on what some of these individuals uh, are saying here. Let's keep going. I just realized the impact that TikTok has on dating culture. Let me tell you a story from this weekend. So I was getting brunch on Saturday with one of my guy friends and he was like, how come every girl on Hinge has the same answer to this prompt? And I was like, what's the answer to the prompt? I think a lot of you guys will recognize this from TikTok. Okay, so let's pause this here. Apparently, a lot of women have this in their in their bios. It says, the way to win me over is, and then I think they put in their own prompts here. So it says, don't worry, I'll take care of it. Next one is, I made us reservations for tomorrow night. Be ready at seven. And the next one is, let me get the door for you. So apparently, the way to win women over is being chivalrous. Now, <laughs> I'm going to tell you that this is bullcrap. And let me explain why. The reason why these things are bullcrap is because the man who the woman is, the man who the woman is going to see, right? The man who she's actually attracted to, he doesn't have to plan dates. He doesn't have to get doors. He doesn't have to take care of her problems. You know what the guy says? The, the man who the woman is actually interested in, who's actually attracted, he doesn't have to say, you know, nearly anything. He just says, listen, it's 9 p.m. on a Tuesday night. I'm bored. Do you have some free time? And she'll say, oh, yes, I'll come over. Yes, it'll be good to see you. And then it'll go from there. Okay. Men have started to realize that when women are requiring chivalry, when they're requ requiring men to do all of these things, they don't require the men that they're attracted to to do anything. All right. And As Rolo Tomasi would say, these women will make rules for betas and let the alphas break rules. All right? There is, actually, there are no rules for those men who are considered alpha to the woman. Right? Those who are more, those who seem more gullible, those who seem more submissive as men, they're the ones who are going to get the rules. They're the ones who are going to take the women on five dates before even touching her. We can see that by evidence of women saying the bar is so low, the standards are so low. And the reason it's so low is because they set it so low, guys. But let's continue with the video. 
he said so many people have this honor. He's like, where did this come from? And I told him that it came from a viral TikTok that has made its rounds and apparently is making an impact. And I told him the girlies have been talking on TikTok, at least in the circles that I'm in. I told him situationships are out. Lack of effort is out. Canceling is not happening. We've all just decided to like raise ourselves to a higher standard. And And who does she represent? Who does she speak for? Is it the same women that are twerking? Is it the same women that are sexualizing themselves on OnlyFans? Is it the same women sexualizing themselves on Instagram? Is it the same bitches that just sexualize themselves on basic forms of social media, Facebook? Like, what what is she, what is she representing? Like, what woman is she representing? Is she the woman that are out there giving incredibly high standards on dating apps? Is she the woman that's just easily giving it up to, to giga chads and guys that she has the access to without getting a ring, without getting a family, without getting anything at the end of the day? That is the biggest load of bullcrap I think I have heard in a hot minute. You're telling me in the year 2022 that situationships are on their way out because women are collectively raising their standards. Women's standards are lower than ever before. Mission failed. If a girl's interested in you in 2022, you do not have to buy her McDonald's. You do not, like, you don't have to do, if a woman is attracted to you guys, I want to make this very clear. When a woman likes you, everything is easy. Okay. When a woman doesn't like you, you'll hear things like, you know, you need to take me out on a date. You need to do this. You need to. Yeah. yeah. Everything on an interaction is easy. Everything with an interaction or interacting with women is easy. If they're attracted to you. Yes. Now, the whole relationship thing, that's on another level. Because like I mentioned all the time, when you just have the availability of options as a woman just in the palm of your own hands, and you're not you're not even that special to get that, that lets a woman, that gives the woman the impression that she's better than the person that she's with. Just like the woman last night, we mentioned on uh, the last episode, right? The woman claimed that she's good with the man, but she can also be better or she can also be good without the man. That is due to her options. And her options only break down to the guys who comment, guys who constantly like, guys who follow her on Instagram, guys who... um inboxer guys who leave dms it's the same shit now tie that into that woman in a relationship a woman being with a guy who she's constantly sizing up she's constantly sizing up man because she's been with too many of like that's that's to fail as woman when you have an abundance of options and you were not able to make any wise decision with any of those options and you're left with a child or two. Yeah, you're a failure as a woman. You can go on. And, and But the thing is, the thing is, 
they can go on dating apps and shit, right? They can go on these fucking dating apps and pretend that they shit don't stink because there's enough simps, all right? A lot of beta buck deluxe, a lot of Captain Saberhoes showing up, a lot of guys who are not going to give a fuck about a woman's past. She'll say shit like that, right? Bitch, a bitch, a bitch will get to a point in life where she won't even, she won't even really learn anything in that process of just being with a bunch of guys until it's too fucking late. Until she realizes that those options are no longer present. Then she's forced to think back of all the options and all of the availability that she's given to guys who just pumped and dumped to guys who just smashed and dashed to the guys who just skeet skeet and skedaddle okay got these loud ass vehicles out here but that's the reality of it she'll wait until she's 35 she doesn't have the credibility that she used to she sees all of the younger women coming up getting all the attention and these women do get competitive. They do get jealous. That's why you see a lot of these old, rusted up, dusty, despicable, disgusting, retired 304s on TikTok still twerking today. Okay? All right? That's why these bitches, that's why they exist. Like, they're not going to, there's only but a few women out there who are giving other women Decent advice, like, listen, don't be a hoe. Hey, find a guy. Don't believe all this feminist shit, especially when you see all these bitches later on ran through, ran down. You know what I mean? Down bad. Talking about all the decisions that they made, didn't accomplish and didn't really do nothing for her in life. It only gave her the temporary high or the temporary rush. Long term, it did nothing for her. The only thing she has now going into the future as a woman in her 30s who's been on the CC cock carousel doesn't have a family, doesn't have a man, most likely only is, in fact, a single mother. That's when she's going to realize I did everything wrong. And a lot of women who listen to this and find this shit to be misogynistic I literally don't know what to tell you. You got guys like Alvin Preach who considered red pill guys to be misogynist, but it was so illogical because the person who their argument is coming from is in fact a woman. (laughs) It's a woman, just pearly things, right? She was talking about and this this is why I didn't want to I didn't want to upload the episode and I'm not going to. That's why I'm doing something right now and I plan on doing something later. Um she was talking about how if she ran things she would ban birth well she would ban birth control and she would ban women from from voting. That's a woman who says this by the way. She would ban voting for women. And she would ban uh, birth control. That's what she said. Now, Abba and Preach used that 
as in, well, she's a representation of the manosphere and of men. Anybody who thinks that is misogynist, which a lot of men in the space, believe it or not, do not think that way. I don't care if women, um, I don't, I don't care that women can vote. That doesn't bother me. To the basic form of humanity, they are human beings. They should be able to vote. Right? But they use that words from a woman, ironically enough, to judge the men of the manosphere in a red pill. You can't make this shit up. You can't make this shit up. But people are gonna have their own beliefs when it comes to this shit. A lot of a lot of women are gonna see this as misogynistic. A lot of women are going to see this as, you know, realistic. They may not like how it's being addressed, but it is the fucking truth. Um, women are never lonely. I always bring this up. Women are only lonely when they're completely washed up or their reputation is trash. But even if their reputation is trash because of social media, she can find a guy 50, 60, 100 miles away who's willing to come and see her and she can portray herself as something that she generally is not. She can put on the act. She already puts on the makeup. Okay? That you'll get a whole bunch of rules. Okay, you'll get chores that you have to do if you're in a relationship, right? She'll start demanding that you do trivial bullcrap around the house, even though maybe you might be winning all the bread. Okay. And these things will start to seep into relationships. But there is no way that this woman can tell me that situationships are on their way out. Now, it might be on their quote unquote way out for girls who are 35. But even then, I would argue that they're not. Because the girl who's 35 is still going to run off with Chad uh, when he. <laughs> <laughs> Chad, the way these, the way these niggas say Chad, bro, like it's funny. I heard, I heard, um, I heard Austria D shout out to Austria D. I heard one of his live streams a minute ago. It made me think about it where like, because you're in the area that you're at and you speak the way that you speak, you think that you don't have an accent just naturally because of where you're at, like and where you've like you came up in a particular place where everybody spoke similar in a lot of ways. Right. And I always wondered, like, do niggas down south realize how crazy they do sound like they sound crazy as fuck, bro. Like and they'll say niggas like me sound crazy and I respect it. But y'all niggas sound crazy too, nigga. Fuck that. Y'all all have like a twang and shit like that whole, like, that shit's crazy, bro. But everybody, and this is just some high shit, everybody who's in their area, I, w- I would say especially Northeast area, we believe that we don't have an accent. Like, how can a nigga from Boston think that he doesn't have an accent or doesn't think his accent would sound off the hook to other people? I'm using the term off the hook and all that shit. But I'm saying, like, I don't think that I have, like, a crazy accent. But it's just something to think about. Astoundingly hilarious to me. Let's move on. Thanks. Also, that a lot of the people I see are kind of done with hookup culture. I myself have never really gotten into hookup culture because I spent most of my life in purity culture, and now I'm just trying to find a healthy relationship. 
What? I'm gonna have to call bullcrap on that one as well. So you mean to tell me into you know your 30 plus years of age? I'm going to guess here. Now I don't know this woman's age, but you're going to tell me that as a 30 plus year old woman <laughs> that you were engaged in purity culture, and now that you're 30 plus years of age, now you are ready for a healthy, serious relationship, guys. You already know what that means. You already know where she's been the past. 10 well let's be honest be realistic past 10 to 15 years probably since she was 15 let's be honest these are the certain things these are the types of things that men cannot afford to listen to because let me tell you why if you're a guy and you come across this woman and you want to take her seriously for a relationship and she says to you, look, uh, I've been engaged in purity culture and now that I, you know, I'm looking for a real serious relationship, that should make you very, very skeptical because the question becomes, what was she doing all throughout her 20s? Was she focusing on her career? Okay, where's your money at then? Where's your house? Why do you need to settle down with a, a man? Why do you need security now? Okay, why do you need these things now? Guys, when girls tell me things like my body count is three and I am 24 years of age and I live in a first world country in a major city, I'm going to look at them like they're an alien because most of the time, guys, if not all of the time, they are lying. Now, I don't know this guy, this girl personally, but the point is that men cannot afford to gamble, especially when things like their houses are on the line, uh, other assets they, that they might have, any kids that they might choose to have with you. These things all come on the line, and we're expected to believe that you are somehow pure all throughout your 20s, and now you're looking for a healthy relationship. I- Everything with a woman and for a woman comes at a cost. Everything with a woman, from a woman, or for a woman, comes at a cost. Okay? Now, think about that. This can just be on an attraction basis alone. Um, You want to talk about looks, money, and status? You can include that with it. Money, of course, being the medium. Looks, of course, being maximum, right? Especially within online dating. Status, which status can incorporate money in a lot of ways. But that's like longevity. Money, uh, like pretty much money, money with longevity. The continuity of money and resources, right? This is what they expect in a lot of cases from you. If you do things for women, you're going to be wasting time, energy, resources, which breaks down to money. If you want to marry a woman, you already know you're going to have to really dig into some pockets because a bitch is going to want a wedding. She's going to want the ring. She's going to want the pageantry. So that involves money huh? to divorce a woman. Well, if you don't have things in, in check, um, some type of prenuptial agreement, you will be fried in that process as well with money. Everything that deals with women in general, this isn't just modern women. This is women as a whole. 
it will deal with money. The things that come with a woman being a family that comes in the cost of money. Now, I'm not saying this as a bad thing. I'm saying this as a bad thing when you have a lot of these women today, a lot of these women on TikTok talking about they're down and out. Talking about they're looking for a good man at age 30. And when guys have been more aware to what's been going on, we know where these women been at. We know where these women been at the past 10, 15 years. The CC, the cock carousel. All right. The rooster ride. This is where these bitches go to. They, they'll, they'll just get dicked down. They'll get dicked down. They'll go along. They'll, they won't say that they're feminists today. You got the Tommy Lawrence out there who are supposed to be, you know, right wing traditional bitches. And, and these bitches are just essentially one and the same with the modern day feminazi. An absolute disgrace. Don't buy it, guys. I sincerely do not buy it. Let's keep going. But I told him, tell the guys, none of them are getting anything unless they start treating us better because most of the girls have realized we're kind of better off without that drama in our lives. And if we're going to give our time to a man, it better be worthwhile. And where are you at today? Like, where where is your relationship? Mission failed. Right? Where where has that attitude gotten you, dear? Okay, tell me why then does treating women well repulse them? Okay, if this were true, then you would think that going out there, being Prince Charming, showing a woman that you care, getting her roses, these would be things that are good things to do for men. But you know what men experience when they go out here and they do these things for women? They get treated terribly. They get treated. What's the the saying that goes around, guys? Maybe one of you guys can leave it in the comments. I think it's like, treat her like a celebrity and she'll treat you like a fan. When men... Mission failed. We'll get them next time. This... We, well, well, this is my best way of putting it. This is my best way of putting it. If you treat her like a queen, she will treat you like a peasant. Tango down. If she treats you like a queen. No, if you treat her like a queen, she will treat you like a peasant. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. And go out here and they validate women when they get them gifts, uh, when they romance them, give them unwanted attention, a lot of the times this ends poorly for men. Now, there's a, there's a right way to romance, which is like a, a very nuanced topic, okay? But for the most part, when dudes are out here validating women, respecting them, treating them like princesses, women want nothing to do with them. They'll just think, oh, okay, I've got him. He's the free attention. He's the validation. Now I'm going to move on to a guy who's a challenge and who's going to stroke my ego when I finally manage to get him. And I know there can be a lot of critique about how much people complain about dating on here, but I think that the net impact has been people finding solidarity and accountability to not settle for less. So overall, let's get it. We're going to have a healed girl summer. Love y'all. <laughs> There's absolutely no way and this woman used the word accountability to ra uh, to round off her video here when she's sitting here talking about the fact that apparently she's been engaged in purity culture throughout her entire adult life. I'm 
sorry, guys, but I truly just don't believe it at this point in time, especially if this woman is out here on dating applications herself or, you know, is going through these certain things. Because, guys, let me tell you this, okay? This is a red flag for a lot of men going on brunches with guy friends. Okay, she mentions this at the beginning of the video. And if she's someone who has lots of guy friends, if she thinks that these behaviors are somehow appropriate, and now she wants to raise her, uh, you know, her standards at 30 plus years of age, these are all things that ring red flags to me. Okay, and unfortunately, guys, we live in a society now where if you're a guy and you have standards or perhaps you aren't comfortable with things, like if you see a girl like this and she's trying to get you to take her seriously because she wants more than a situationship, and then you hear things like, oh, I've been pure this entire time and I have lots of male friends and I go with them to brunches, you know, a lot of guys will think to themselves, maybe these are some red flags here. And maybe if the girl is single at 30 plus years of age, uh, there is something to be concerned about going on here. But guys, we might briefly take a look at today's Reddit story and then wrap up today's episode. This is a bit of a long one, so we might do a bit of a two-parter here. But I love how it ties in, okay? You have the girl at the beginning getting frustrated that men have standards. Then you have the girl at the end saying, hey, wait a minute. You know, I want to find a serious, healthy relationship. I need someone who's going to take care of me. And then finally, we get into a Reddit story like this, which is titled, I'm seeing a guy who is breadcrumbing me. So wait a minute. I'm sorry. I thought that women were collectively deciding to have standards and to only go after men who weren't interested in situationships. Okay. But yet we have stories like this. I am seeing a guy who is breadcrumbing me. Can I get some advice, please? I, a 33-year-old female, have been seeing this guy as a 32-year-old male since early August. We reached a point in the... All right, so this is what this is going to break down to. Bitch should, bitch should just appreciate the guy she's with at age 30, especially if she doesn't have a ring on her finger. She should just appreciate the guy who she's with. Because in any other circumstances, especially more so today, a lot of guys will just walk past those women. Because a lot of those women try to sell a nigga a dream and, and, and she ain't what she's saying she is. She's not the innocent woman who never been out there like that in the past 10 to 15 years that she had. In all actuality, once again, on a cock carousel, you know what I mean? On the Rooster Express. <laughs> right having her fun she just wasn't able to get anything from it that's why she's a failure as woman that's why i'm not saying all women are failures but i'm saying these women who go out there and had sex with multiple men right had all these fantastic nights party atmosphere whether it's college years, whatever the fuck, however you want to equate this, whatever you want to equate this to previously before social media, it was bitches going clubbing. See, like it, it, you can break it down any way you want to with this one. Right. She had all those opportunities to find quality men and to find men to actually be in a secure relationship and have shit taken care of her just because she's presentable as woman. But she failed to do so. She just went out there, did what the feminazis told her to do, 
be sexually liberated. Don't worry about a man until you're 30. Don't worry about a man until you're dealt, till you're through with your career, until you have all these degrees that really mean nothing on a statistic level. Most of these bitches don't get into the fields that they get into from their pieces of paper that they receive. Let's just be honest. And this goes along with men. And this goes along with college as well in a lot of ways. All right. Unless it's more like IT, medical, um, within the medical field and things of that nature, auto mechanics, diesel mechanics, things that you know is necessary. You see what I mean? Like most bitches get into crazy shit that gets them nowhere. They just have a piece of paper and they have this mindset that their shit don't stink. See what I mean? But these are the worst. These, these are like, they'll, they'll always get to that point where either they're clubbing too much, they're on hookup apps, they're on dating apps too much. They put themselves out there on TikTok too much as legitimate sex objects. And just a glorified series of holes. And they'll get upset when guys point this shit out. Right? Because today, it should just be acceptable for weak-minded men to give these bitches money every month for OnlyFans. But then for them to turn around and talk shit about men and say they don't need men is just absolutely idiotic. If it wasn't for the weak-minded, simple-minded, they wouldn't have any opportunity to make the money they wouldn't be talking about getting to the bag if there weren't weak-minded men paying for these women just to see them naked not even smash like i said niggas is going late niggas is niggas is past due it they rent giving these money to these bitches you know what i'm saying your rent's too despicable despicable inexcusable but the women who have this attitude, they get it from the simps and from the men who pedestalizes them. The last couple of weeks where he has planned dinner and shows cute little things to me this past weekend, all of his own accord. He also asked to see me during the week. But texting him during the week is brutal. He picks and chooses what he responds to, and he has read receipts on, which drives me insane. I sent him a picture of me recently, and he didn't have much of a reaction. Then when I met up with him a week later, he was talking about his game night with his friends, etc., etc. I'm curious as to whether or not I should give up because I'm getting really sad about how unimportant I feel. Regardless of all of the above, you should respond to me. I respond to people who I give less craps about. I'm sure he's closed off or something, but I guess it just sucks because I'm really drawn to him and like him a hell of a lot on an intellectual and personal level. I hate throwing that away. I'm sick of dating. I am so sick of it. Please give me some advice and insight to what I wrote because I can't always see things clearly. Right, so here we... Mission failed. A girl who is sick and tired 
of chasing a man Bye-bye. who's not interested, Bye-bye. who's not demonstrating interest. And of course, guys, she is sick of dating. Fantastic stuff, guys. Can we get a round of applause? But gentlemen, we're going to be leaving today's episode there. As always, guys, remember to leave your thoughts and your comments to some of the things that we have covered here today. Personally, I find it absolutely hilarious uh, that when <laughs> men have standards, apparently it's just something that should be frowned upon. Uh, but hey, welcome to modern day society. Guys, make sure that you take care of yourselves and I'll be seeing you all in the next episode. Peace. All right, man. Matter of fact, hold uh, up. Thank you. If you made it to the end of today's episode. Okay, 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 okay. Shout out to Taylor DeFiend. I was going to make this a shorter episode, but we're already an hour and seven minutes in. So this is a good time for me to wrap up. It's almost 1030. Gives me enough time to uh, get ready for another fucking day to do another eight and hit the gate. I might actually do something during the weekend. Not promising anything. But if I do do something on a weekend, it will most likely be on Sunday. So look out for that. But I'm also doing something tonight as well, as usual. But as I always say, it is still the beginning of another day. Thank God it's Friday. So in the meantime and in between time and until next time, Jersey Judah with another episode of the Crimson Capsule Chapel signing out. Peace.